And welcome to the We Are Money podcast brought to you by Beasley Mitchell and Company. My name's Brad Beasley and with me as always is David. Hello, David. Hi, Brad. How are you? Just fine, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. How is uh, tax season treating you? Tax season is kind of sticking it to me, but it's that's the time of the year. It looks like uh, you're doing the opposite of wintering well now. You are tax season form, so you're trimming up, thinning down. You know, is that the long hours that's doing that? Or, yeah, uh, stress is a great way to lose weight. Is it? Probably not recommended. <laughs> not recommended, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great way when we talk about losing weight, we talk about staying healthy, and we talk about benefits. And so uh, with us today is Heidi Mocha, who's an independent uh, insurance broker. Thanks for having me today. So Heidi, we're here talking today. Our episode 17 is the title is If the Benefits Wear It. <laughs> exactly. Right? Uh, that's, uh, that's a great title that you guys came up with. And so we're going to talk today about health insurance, but more specifically, uh, uh, Medicare. So Heidi, kind of give us your background. Give us your, you know, a little bit about you and then what your, you and your company does. Sure, sure. Um, well, so as an independent insurance broker, I help people. And my specialty is helping people look at their Medicare options. So I try to make Medicare less confusing and help folks understand and navigate the Medicare maze. And as a broker, I have relationships with multiple companies to fit each client's needs, budget, and lifestyle. And I also work with, I'm part of a team of independent brokers locally um, called Distinguished Choice Insurance Solutions. And nice. so with a, among all of us, we have a combined 40 years of experience as insurance to try to really be sure that we take care of each individual client. I got to imagine this industry has just been changing like crazy. And I know that, you know, you're telling us about all the education, and different stuff you have to go through. I mean, it's got to, I got to imagine it's pretty daunting to try to stay on top of this stuff. You know, um, prior to this and prior to taking care of my children, I was a pharmaceutical rep. Okay. And one of the things I learned then, and it's still true now, is uh, one constant is change. If you're in healthcare, there's always going to be change. If you don't like that, it's not for you. <laughs> I knew some pharmaceutical reps in, in college, but they, I don't think it was <laughs> probably, probably quite, not the same one. Probably not the same organizational structure as, as that. So mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So tell me, you know, a lot of people get confused. So give us the background is what, what is Medicare and, and, and what is it for? So Medicare is a federal health insurance program. It's for U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents um, that have, have been continuously legal permanent residents for the last five years. It's for people that um, are age 65 and older. It's also for some people with disabilities who are under 65 and then also people with end-stage renal disease, um, which is permanent kidney failure that requires dialysis or transplant. Um, so those are the things that, ha that it, they have to be to be eligible mm -hmm. for Medicare. Now there's something interesting with the kidney stuff is why the why the kidney thing is there. There had to it was a weird change in how that they could use the kidney uh, fact that it's got kidney failure in there to access some of the funds for some of those. I, I I don't remember if any of you guys have ever seen any of that. I may be completely off base, but there's a reason why the why and it's just like random that it says it's kidney people as yeah. opposed to lung cancer or something like that, right? Right, right. You know, so it's kind of a kind of an interesting deal. I know that that we get confused a lot of times between Medicare and Medicaid. And my funny story I always have about Medicare and Medicaid was that uh, had a friend of ours that uh, was a little bit older and they had pulled up to Walgreens and they were in their car and the lady said, well, you know, uh, you know, ma'am, are, are you on Medicare? And she's like, I drive a Lexus. I am not on Medicare. 
And the lady said, I didn't ask you if you were poor. I asked you if you were old. <laughs> so that was always a good one. <laughs> and so that's, that's, that's how I always remember the Medicare, Medicaid type, type of thing. So it's, uh, it's kind of different. So in your specific stuff, you're focusing on the stuff that Medicare doesn't cover. So like the different kinds of insurance, what are those kind of, you know, there's, there's different areas of insurance I think that you're covering beyond just what Medicare covers. Right. So Medicare, um, Medicare has, is con- if you hear a original Medicare, that's considered part A and part B. And that is typically covering hospital coverage and um, medical care, like doctor's visits. Um, but then Medicare does not cover, you know, all expenses, um, all, 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 or all things. So original Medicare leaves um, an enrollee responsible for 20% of Medicare approved amounts. That's after deductibles. They also have um, no out-of-pocket maximum. So there's no safety net for a catastrophic medical year. Um, And then there also is no prescription drug coverage. So to try to make sure that everyone has complete coverage, besides looking at what original Medicare offers them and the costs and the benefits, we also talk about Medicare supplements or Medigap, which kind of fills that gap. It'll pay a lot of that 20% cost. And then Part D, which is the prescription drug plans, so we talk about that, make sure they get some kind of prescription drug coverage. Um, or part C, we call it com- combination, part C for combination, and that will pair A and B, so original Medicare hospital and doctor with mm-hmm. the prescription drug coverage all in one plan provided by a, a private insurance insurance company. So those are kind of the parts that, you know, we look at what is the best for that particular client, um, but make sure that they know about all of those so we can we can do what's best for them. And I, I'm a broker, so I work with multiple carriers. I'm not working for just one. And so we really sit and look at all of their options. I so, always get confused with all the, the, the A, B, C, and D. The, <laughs> the only time that I get to see more of those is, is right now during tax season when I get the Social Security statements. And I'm like, okay, okay, Part D, Part B. Okay, then I start remembering how those are. So Yeah, it, and, it, and it's very confusing because I, I actually was surprised. Learned, so I didn't know that Medicare didn't still left that pretty big, it's pretty substantial gaps. I mean, we're talking 20%. If you're, you know, the, the hip surgery for grandma or whatever that you like, what we said off air, we're talking, you know, $15,000, you know, they're going to come out of pocket three grand. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's pretty tough. Do you, do you feel that this is the opinion section and all opinions <laughs> on this show are directly related to the person themselves and not to the actual broker of the company, that may represent, but do you feel that a lot of people tend to, to forget about that and tend to be underinsured once they get to Medicare a little bit? Well, that, um, a lot of people are, are confused by Medicare and Mm -hmm. that's where I come in. I want them to be less confused, have all the full information so they can know what the financial costs and risks are they're taking by the choice that they make when they become eligible for Medicare and get enrolled. What are some of the big mistakes that you've seen maybe from people that when they signed up that like, I remember there was one for a while that you had to sign up right at the right time. And if not, you can never get it again. Yes. Well, you, um, that probably is what you're thinking of, uh, the Medicare supplements. Mm -hmm. So when someone is 65 and starts part B, they have a six month window to get a Medicare supplement as a guarantee issue. So no medical underwriting, no medical questions after that period usually they have medical underwriting and medical questions, which can make it a lot more difficult to even be allowed to get 
on a plan. Are those like the underwriting things they do if you're going for health insurance and those type of things, or sorry, life insurance, like, um, like those type of medical questions? Because I've I've have not had good experience with <laughs> with with those. I'm about to call Mr. Lou or whatever the guy is on, on Mr. Lou because he's on number he's two. on number two. <laughs> yeah, he's on heart cholesterol meds too, yes. or whatever. Right. So, yeah. well, so then if, if when you turn 65, if you want to get on that, get on that right away. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> no to try to sign up. Asked. Now. I'm going to try to sign up now. So I'm 30 years ahead. Mm -hmm. so. But every, every company, every company offers a supplement. It asks different medical yeah. questions. Mm -hmm. Their focus is different. So our job is to kind of be familiar with those questions. So if someone is looking to get on it after the fact that um, we can give them the guidance on, on what might be a fit. Yeah, see, Dave, not so, all yeah. of us are the physical specimens that, that I have. <laughs> and so, I know that this is a, a podcast, so it's kind of we have a little visual medium with uh, YouTube, but it's also an, an audio medium. You know, I mean, I, I'm excessively yeah. health, more healthier looking than you are. So. Yes. Well, you are very healthy looking on radio. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I always just have trouble with those questions, not to digress, but, but we on, will. On, 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 on those, because I got asked a question that said, said, have you ever been diagnosed with a stomach ache? And I told the lady, I said, yes, I live in New Mexico. I eat Mexican food. I usually have one about two hours after eating. Yes. Well, when, when was that? Every day. Yes. <laughs> Daily. It's called Daily. beans and red it's chili. beans and red chili. You know? I mean, I haven't, I haven't had not had a stomach ache in 40 years. Yes. You know? So, I mean, it's... Uh, and so, I mean, that's, but that's important because I got to imagine when they get past that six-month window, you know, that first box is checked is... I am over 65. So that's mm -hmm. got to put you in a whole nother gap in terms mm -hmm. of health insurance. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and for enrolling in just original Medicare, mm -hmm. there is a initial enrollment period that people are eligible for that they don't want to miss either. And that is three months before their 65th birthday month, the month of their 65th birthday, and then three months af after. And, um, and so that's kind of their come to me. Let me make sure that you know the timelines, the deadlines, where mm -hmm. to go how to just do this process, you know, have it be seamless, you know? Um, and that also includes the part D if, if there is not an enroll by certain de uh, timeline and deadlines, there can be penalties and there can be penalties for life. You asked earlier, was there someone that, you know, I've run into that, you know, maybe didn't have the complete information or didn't understand it. And yes, I ran into this in the fall as annual enrollment period. Mm -hmm. And there was um, a couple of people that were on um, original Medicare and that's it. They said, oh, I don't take any, I'm not really on prescription drugs, so I didn't get a prescription drug plan. Wow. Well, yeah. the government will penalize them forever, like if because they did not get on <laughs> a prescription mm -hmm. wow. drug plan in time. And I said, okay, the good news is I can help the penalty from not growing any bigger. Right. The bad news is you're going to have a penalty. And so we sat down, but got them taken care of, you know, so that didn't continue. So I got to imagine the math, once you factor in the penalty and the, you know, what happens because of, you know, kind of tell people we don't die the way we used to die. You know, we used to just go to sleep and just not wake up one day. Now it's just like prolonged death, right? And so there's a lot of these costs that occur. You're, you're the tail end of our life are, are getting very expensive mm -hmm. from a mm -hmm. healthcare and stuff. So, I mean, so that's got to imagine that the, the cost benefit on that penalty was probably a better deal. Right, right. It's just paying it. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. So this is the We Are Money podcast brought to you by Beasley Mitchell and Company. We have Heidi Mocha, an independent insurance broker. And we're talking about health insurance, uh, specifically Medicare uh, and those types of insurance. So um, when we're talking about uh, Medicare and the 
all the different coverages in this Medigap. Now, does this also include like long-term care too, or is this a completely separate deal that goes um, on with yeah, that? Yeah, long-term care coverage is a completely separate deal. Um, at this time, I've just specialized in the Medicare insurance options. Right. Um, and I had been uh, working in the state of New Mexico, licensed and working in New Mexico. I just added Texas. Mm-hmm. So I'm expanding there and I'm about to um, start working with small business group health insurance. So I don't do individual. I don't do uh, marketplace right. or Obamacare. And um, another thing that I've talked about doing is the long-term care because you see so many people with needs like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just, and it's so, and it's, and it's just so expensive. And that's always the confusion because I know that like, you know, Medicare will pay for like 10 days or 15 days in an assisted living, but not the whole thing. I mean, it just becomes this, this whole process. And, and I really appreciate the work that you do uh, because I think a lot of clients and a lot of people really need this because it's, it's so hard to navigate this, this process. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to think I'm kind of at the peak of, you know, understanding my profession and understanding what clients are doing, but this stuff is just confusing. Yeah. It's been, I have to admit, it's been very rewarding to sit down and see the process, uh, work with folks and getting them to understand, you know, what it is, what the process is, what their needs are, and then matching them with, with what fits best for them and the relief, you know, and, um, is that they have, it's, um, it's been very rewarding and, um, you know, and once I work with them, it, we continue each year, we just kind of say, what are your needs? If your needs changed, let's make sure that, um, we communicate. And I've had people reach out and say, you know, something as simple as I've gotten, I haven't gotten my card yet. Do I need to get it yet? My insurance card, you know, um, I mean, I'll pick up the phone. I've worked some events and picked up the phone and got on the phone with the carrier so that we could get their aunt, their answers, their questions answered. Right. So, so again, we are the, we are money podcast brought to you by Bees Mitchell Kimmy. Heidi, thank you so much for joining us. Give us your contact information real quick so that we can post it on our, our site and so people can find you if they have questions. Okay. I am local, although my phone number is, um, is still a Southern Illinois number, but that is 618-201-6049. And my email address is Heidi Mocha at gmail.com, which H E I D I M O C C I A. Nice. <laughs> um, at gmail.com. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, so I'm local, and I'd be glad to be a resource for some of you and just kind of help help out. Well, that sounds great. Well, Heidi, thank you so much for your time, and stick around for our next couple of segments as we move on to my favorite segment, which is If Brad Ruled the World. It's time for If Brad Ruled the World. if Brad ruled the world right now, I think you'd turn on the air conditioner because I'm like completely hot right now. I, I will studio. tell you, it, it's, it might it's, just on, be me. it's on. It might just be me. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, don't look at that on YouTube and make that statement, right? Yes. Um, all right. So if Brad ruled the world, the way we play this game is that Natalie's going to ask me five questions and uh, I have never seen these questions before and we'll see what uh, happens. Hey, Natalie, how are Hello, you? Hello. Good. How are you? Yes. And that voice for all of you that, uh, you know, I uh, haven't heard that as Natalie, our producer, so we bring her in on a few questions. So go ahead, Natalie, fire all away. All right, awesome. So our first question, accounting can be traced all the way back to ancient Mesopotamia. If you could bring back any ancient civilization to modern days, what would it be? Okay, 
I would totally bring back the uh, the Mayans, okay, from Central, from you know the Yucatan in, in Mexico, because I've been to Chichen Itza, and Chichen Itza is their their pyramid there in the Yucatan, and I understand why they're not around because it's like a thousand degrees there, and so I want to bring them <laughs> back just to say, hey, did you guys actually like leave, you know, and just leave the Earth, which would be really awesome if that's what happened, or did you just decide, hey, it's so hot here, we're just gonna, you know, end, end it quickly. That's, you know, that's who I would bring back because I just have questions. And they used to have, just FYI, the Mayans used to have this game. It was kind of like this football-volleyball combination. Oh, the one with the big hoop? Yeah, so there's yes. a big hoop on the side. So it's kind of like basketball, right? So, mm-hmm. so, but you couldn't use your hands. You, you had to, to use your hips. Yeah. Your hip. How's that, Dave? Show us again. Boom. That's perfect. <laughs> you would be really it's, good at that game. Like, yeah. The problem is, is that when you're really good at that game, if you win, you die. You if get, you win, you die. Yeah, you get beheaded. Oh, no. So once again, I'm trying to understand. And they said, oh, yeah, these games would go on forever. Yeah, I think I would, too. If the yeah. goal was that Oops. if I make a basket, I lose, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to put it in the it hole. It probably started out with shooting with the hands, and they're like, uh, uh-huh. I can make that, too. Let's, 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 let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just try to, you know, hey, there's my buddy, Dave. I'm going to knock it off you so that maybe it goes in. But, yeah, crazy deal. So that's my Mayan thought. Interesting. Yeah. It's so interesting. Wow. I, you know, I'm just a plethora of, of useless information around here. That's why I, you know, that's why I'm good at what I do. I, I thought about Greek because I think it'd be really cool to have an Under Armour um, toga. An Under Armour toga. I thought you were talking about salad. I thought you could go with salad dressing. Salad dressing. <laughs> such a great salad dressing. <laughs> Heidi, what about you? Do you have any? I mean, like I said, we're, we're just randomly. What would I bring back? Yes. Yes. See, the Greeks are kind of fun. I mean, you know. It's always interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't bring yeah. back any of the styles like the wigs and things like no, that. We don't Although it would add more hair up here, but yeah, well, you probably need one. I probably do need one. Yeah, that's so. okay. So, all right, number two. All right, awesome. Number two, the arrest and conviction of the infamous Al Capone was due to the diligent work of FBI accountants. If you could hire a team of FBI accountants throughout your world, what would you have their first task be? <laughs> well, not look at my stuff. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am completely above board 100% of the time. No, I think that uh, if I were having my people, depending on what the goal was, if the goal was to try to find cheats and put people behind bars, you know, I think really, if you've seen the movie Ozarks, I don't know if you guys have seen in Netflix, right? Yes. 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 Right? We just binge, we binge watched it. It's, it's fantastic. It's, they, they label him as a financial advisor. I mean, really, he's a glorified accountant, right? He's doing all this stuff. And he talked about all these cash transactions and how that's how he was doing it. He was giving away gas because that way he could record a whole bunch of sales coming in. And so I think that, unfortunately, I think it's those cash-based business that may not be reporting all of their activity, or in some cases might be over-reporting activity that may not be all legit. So that's yeah. where I would I mean, that, that's good because then it also makes it easier when you're doing your somebody's taxes if you just look through their bank statements. <laughs> See, I've also been a big <laughs> proponent of getting rid of cash completely. I think we should just go with all checks and transactions and credit cards and stuff like that. And then that way, I mean, to me, that might help out the criminal element because then you can't just have this underhanded deal where we're just, I'm exchanging this cash and it just happens. And like how this secret briefcase filled with like debit cards. Oh, there you go. Yes. Hey, <laughs> you need a debit card, you need a debit card. Is that what the, but the Bitcoin, I don't know much about that, but isn't that kind of like an under, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's under, a big like issue. A bl- yeah. under market yep, currency. The, yeah. the dark web money. <laughs> so they'd all go there. Right. No, you're right. hundred percent. And that's what's, if, that's where it's kind of weird is that, that Bitcoin has gotten synonymous with that. So you can't even, even if you're dabbling in Bitcoin, I know some of our clients are like, oh, I'm in Bitcoin. I don't want to know. <laughs> right. I want to know. So Interesting. All right. So number three, there's been a ban on movies and you are only allowed to save one movie per genre. What one movie are you saving from the following genres? 
Action, horror, drama, and comedy. Action, horror, drama, and comedy. And comedy. You can say one movie per genre. Okay. I'm going to start with the easy one because I'm a big fan of comedic movies. So in the comedy area, the one movie that I would save would be Dumb and Dumber because that's just a classic comedy movie. I could start today and we'd park podcasts would be over in about two hours and 10 minutes when the movie's done because like David and I, between the two of us, could probably recite the entire show. So that's my <laughs> that's one. That's a lovely accent comedy. you have there. New Jersey? New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> And now the rest of the podcast yes. will be Brad and David's <laughs> rendition of Dumb and Dumber. Yes, absolutely it oh is. My. It is. We had a great time. She touched my leg. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> right. So Dumb and Dumber would be, okay, action. What would be the one action movie that I would save? Is Groundhog Day an action movie or is that a drama? I That's probably more of a comedy. <laughs> well, actually, it's like, kind of like a dark comedy drama, but I know what I would say. One would that you? has the need, the need for speed. Oh, <laughs> You feel the need? Yes. The need for speed. Top Gun. Yes. Oh, yes. That's on. Yes. yes. Top Gun. That that hits all of those. It hits action and drama mm-hmm. and comedy. Yeah. For, for any of you millennials that are getting into finals week, that is usually the finals week movie. Mm-hmm. At least it was for me. Like, that's well, what you played you all were, the time. You were actually in the movie. You were one of the volleyball players. Yeah. I'm one in the background <laughs> there with my shirt off, you know, running yeah. around mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So horror, I, I gosh, I don't, I don't do horror. Like horror scares. Obviously, it scares me. <laughs> wow, what, what a thought. What a thought. Yeah, I'm just not a big horror fan. I mean, The Shining is awesome. Like it's so just creepy and dark. Uh, all this new stuff is way too. Like I'm freaked out by the. There, there's the one movie that's out now that's the Us or whatever it is. Like Us. Right, and it's like the, just the trailer scares me. Like it comes on, I'm like, ah, oh, change the channel, change the channel. Right. <laughs> I could take like like signs like the M Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. but like only the second time. Like I need to kind of mm-hmm. watch it a little bit and mm-hmm. like ease my way into it, and then I'm like, okay, this is gonna happen. So that, I, I screamed I, in the sixth yeah. sense like seven times every time. That, like I just remember screaming like a lot seven times. Yeah. So yeah. let's see. And then drama. Gosh, what's my favorite drama movie? I don't know. Tombstone is Tombstone a drama? Because that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'd probably go with Tombstone. For me, it's uh, you want the truth. You, you can't can, handle the truth. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. Oh, hey, no, sorry. You were going a few good men. I was going a yeah, few good men. A good wow. I was still going tombstone. Sorry. Yeah. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> Heidi, you got anything to add on any of these movies? Well, I, uh, I think most of my horror movie watching has been as a child. Cause once I got old enough, my brother and I, we would just mock each other and make sure that we had to each watch it. So I watched every Friday, the 13th, Ooh. all of those. Yes. Ooh. If it remotely can happen, I don't watch it anymore. Oh, I refuse yeah. to. If it's sci- if it's a little bit sci-fi, okay, I'm good. But I do not. So horror is old Actually, school. Yeah. Otherwise, um, I mean, Top Gun, that's like a classic. The that classic. just that has lasted forever. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think as far as comedy with two young kids, I think I've seen Elf more than <laughs> more than I can count. And not at the holiday <laughs> time. Yeah, oh, sugar. You know, yeah. oh, Sarah. <laughs> There's Santa. <laughs> You're not Santa. Buddy I mean, the Elf. Buddy the Elf. What's your favorite color? Yeah. Yeah, when he answers <laughs> the phone. Actually, you know, uh, recently one of the big horrors was I was actually watching some of David's old games in high school when he played <laughs> baseball. Those were kind of like horror films. I mean, those are so Usually, scary. Yeah. <laughs> those are just scary, mm-hmm, as, mm-hmm. scary as can be. Okay, number four. All right. It has been decided that the Winter Olympics needs a new sport to spice things up. And as ruler of the world, it is up to you to decide. What new sport are you bringing to the Winter Olympics? Oh, goodness. Okay, this is fun. This is fun. Okay, this can take a little bit. Okay, Winter Olympics. So winter-type sports. 
but it's got to be fun. Um, you know, I'm going to go with polar bear plunging. I'm going to go with like high diving <laughs> into the cold. And, but then it's also about how fast you swim out too. Cause you know, obviously you hit that it's cold and you got to get out. So it's kind of, you have the artistic piece of probably some cannonball action, probably some swan dives or whatever it is, but it's in freezing cold water. Okay. The only thing with the polar bear things is think of the physique that usually you see people with the polar bear. There's a reason it's called polar bear. I'm and trying that, to see if I can so, compete in this. Day. Yes. <laughs> see, I, I would think like human curling. Human curling. Oh human gosh, curling. Human. Like so, sliding like, like somebody you down? slide the person down, and then you have these other people that are sweeping to try to get them to land. So what are they spot. wearing exactly? Yes. Well, it's, it's, it's like the, the luge outfit, and I they're sitting it. there just curled oh, okay. up in a ball, and they just kind of oh, go down. I like it. Yes. You went with that. That was a double entendre. I yeah. love that. I love that. That's crazy. Human curling. Human curling. Nice. All right. We'll go with that one. I like that one. Human curling. Okay. I like it. All right. And the last question. The people of the world have begged you to create a new holiday for them to celebrate. What holiday are you creating and when will it be celebrated? Look, the easy, the easy move here on this one is to go with my birthday because that's, you know, what most rulers <laughs> would do. Um, you know, and so that's, that's really, really easy. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I think that's, that's the easy one. What other, I'm trying to think of what other days uh, would be, Dave. What are you thinking? Another holiday would have to be, well... You know, I think coming up here, I think whenever the March Madness tournament is, those should just be holidays because people aren't working anyways. That's true. So there, when I was back in Omaha, there was a, um, uh, a large medical group that, that we would do some work for, and they actually said, please don't email us or contact us on that Thursday or Friday um, because our system is so slow. We're trying to get our people to not stream the games, <laughs> but it has completely slowed down our site that we, we don't get anything. So if you need something, call us. But don't send us an email or anything. That is funny. So why not just have a four-day weekend there in that that first weekend of the tournament? You know, the rest of it's mm -hmm. fine because everybody's mm -hmm. gone. But at least that time, that should just be a national holiday. Well, I think the the answer probably is uh, I just uh, was you know really considering this, and I think the answer is actually going to be March seventh. That's a special day. It's the day the chili cheese frito was invented. So. As rule of the world, we're going to have National <laughs> Chili Cheese Frito Chili Day. Cheese Frito. We March missed it 7th. this year. Yeah. It was okay, actually but, invented. but we have like 360 days to prepare for to next prepare year. For next year's Frito Chili. Or so chili what events happen on that day? How, do, how, do you, how does one celebrate? Well, so first of all, you have eating. I mean, there's an eating contest. Mm -hmm. Who okay. can eat the most? We can do a crunches. Delicious. Crunches. Who can crunch the most? Crunch the most. Oh, or, uh, actually, or actually do crunches. Actually if you do eat, crunches. If you eat Chili Cheese Fritos while crunching. While crunching, yes. Okay. I like that one. And then I think uh, maybe stacking. Frito Chili Cheese stacking so you know see how high you can stack chili cheese fritos nice. they're hard because some are pretty easy to stack yeah. and some are a little hard hopefully we can work this hard enough and get a sponsorship deal or something i know frito lay call us follow <laughs> us on uh, hey, just in case frito lay is wondering you can follow us on twitter and you can follow us on facebook uh, at beasley mitchell and company once again we are the we are money podcast and now we're going to move on to david's favorite segment david's legal corner the information contained on David's Legal Corner is provided as a general public service. The listeners, if any, are advised to check for changes to current law and to consult with an attorney. David's Legal Corner does not specialize in employment law, employer law, 
or employee benefits law. In fact, David is not a special employee, amazing employee, or even generally able to provide any benefit as an employee, or so saith his brother. Therefore, here four, and two by four, but notwithstanding, not by standing, nor outstanding, upstanding, freestanding or grandstanding, David's legal corner delves into depth of certain impacts, concerns, conjectures, whims, and outright guesses as to the world of employees, employers, employment, emanation, M&Ms, and other sweet indulgences. Thanks for listening. Your job may depend on it, but it probably won't. Well, I, I was laughing too hard at that one, but I, I lost it where it talked about you not being an exemplary employee. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's 100% accurate. Yes. Well, disclaimers and all that. So I thought about, we you know, having Heidi here, we'd kind of delve in just a couple things um, that we see over here with um, employment law and related there. And, you know, actually, as the disclaimer says, I'm not a specialist in this area. I do get pulled into this with um, working with different employers and and um, companies in, in that. Um, and um, there's just some kind of some general rules that you, you kind of want to look out for if you're, in a, if you're an employer looking to work with some employees that you want to make sure that you have set up um, before you just go in there. You know, people think it's just easy to start a business and then I'm just going to hire people right. and work from there. Just do it. And I'm, I'm just going to do it. Okay, so then I just process the payroll and everything's done. And then, great. Until something happens. And that's right. usually then after something happens is when I when I come in and that. And there was, um, I, I bring this up because I had a recent case that we ended up just having to settle with the, with the state on behalf of the employee. And the whole thing came down to that the employer just did not have um, the documentation in, in place. They hadn't done anything wrong. They just hadn't gotten um, employee contracts signed. They hadn't um, had their benefits listed up. Um, and then they hadn't um, just documented everything, which that is really the name of the game in, in dealing with employees is documenting, documenting, documenting. And where another place that businesses get is, is determining the difference between having employees and having independent contractors. And this, so this kind of goes between both being your, um, your tax issues, but also, you know, if you let that contractor go and they think they're an employee, they can go get some benefits. And I know that you probably had some clients that same thing have happened on on those type of circumstances. Yeah, and it's really interesting because with the Affordable Care Act change, they can actually add, now you can actually give health insurance benefits or let them purchase health insurance benefits through a group plan to your independent contractors, which is just, I mean, it's just, it kind of goes against all employment law theory, you know, and all this stuff. But I mean, it, it makes sense in certain industries, obviously, like I think the real estate industry, that makes a lot of sense because everybody's an independent contractor, but they're all individuals. And so they can't, hard for them to get health insurance because they're not part of a plan. You know, I think that that's, you know, that's kind of issue, but it blurs the line. Mm -hmm. um, you know, do you deal Heidi with people who are still on Medicare or are on Medicare or, and they also have their own, they're still working for a company that provides health insurance and helping them kind of through some of that stuff too. Well, so that's kind of one of the things that we, we talk about is, are they going to retire? Are mm -hmm. they going to continue to work? Does their employer provide, you know, um, some sort of health benefits after they turn 65? Do they need to enroll in Part B? Who's going to be first payer? Who's going to be second payer? So we work with all of that to kind of see maybe they can defer their Part B because they still are uneligible. Or maybe if they are independent, a lot of times it's a lot less expensive for them to get on the Medicare options. Wow. Yeah, it's just, it's super hard. And, you know, I think that with the way, unfortunately, with the way that law and employment law and certain practices are going, the idea of just having a small little business with a couple of people, it's just administratively burdensome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, it's, yeah. 
there is a lot of cost. You know, people talk about, you know, if you follow some of the the troll comments everywhere, anytime anybody's talking about you know, businesses and these evil businesses that are doing this, well, just starting a business and hiring that first person, that is a huge expense, not over above whether you're paying them minimum wage or anything else, just to get everything set up, the benefits that you have to provide, the things that you have to put in place. Um, it's, it's tough. And, and so it's, um, it's, it's something that you kind of want, you want to make sure, but you want to make sure that you have all your ducks in a row, everything signed, everything ready to go. Um, as soon as they're hired or extremely shortly thereafter, a lot of things you need to have in place right at the time that you're hiring them and stuff like that. Right. Well, great. That's always important, Dave. So thank you very much for David's legal corner. And just to confirm, you are awful, awful employee, <laughs> but you're not a terrible partner. Awesome. Well, great. So, you know, you just kind of business, business partner. (laughs) Yes. Business. Yes. We got listed as Brad and David Beasley one time and they were listing all these other like couples and everything there. And we're like, can you go change that? I mean, we're no, you know, we're not trying to be judgmental, but judgmental, but we're not. We're brothers. We're brothers. And that's outlawed in a lot of states. Yes. And you showed off your hip bump. Yes. (laughs) Even with the hip bump. (laughs) Everything there. My my cumbia coming out there. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. All right, now we'll move on to segment number five, the best code ever. Fibonacci Binary The Internal Revenue Code What will it allow? The best code ever now. I'm not sure what's better, the theme music that we have or the animations that Natalie creates that go along with it on our YouTube. Oh, obviously the animations, but the music's pretty cool. Well, I will tell you that the animations, (laughs) at least, I mean, they look good on me. I mean, you, they're way off. I mean. I know, the guy's actually thin. (laughs) Way off. Way off. Way off. So, okay. All right, Natalie, give us the best code ever. So what you're going to do here, Heidi, please play along here. Okay. So what we're going to do is she has four laws that she's going to give us. Now, this took me like 10 episodes to figure this out, okay? She's going to give us four <laughs> laws. One of the laws is fake, but the other three are real. Okay. Okay, it's like square one. Remember yep. one of these are real? Two, two truths and a lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that, right? Okay, so go ahead. Let's see what you got. So we have to pick out the fake We one. have to find okay. the fake Okay, try and guess which one is fake. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first law. In India, anyone over the age of 14 is required to sound the locust alarm with a proclamation by beat of drum. Failure to warn your fellow citizens of locusts can result in a mighty fine or even jail time. Okay. Number two. In southeastern France, it is illegal for UFOs to land on any portion of their territory. (laughs) Number three. In Scotland, it is not only illegal to drive a vehicle while intoxicated, it is also illegal to ride a cow while under the influence. And finally, number four. In France, it is illegal to carry a breathalyzer in your car. Illegal to carry a breathalyzer. Yes. I could make so many jokes about riding a cow in <laughs> wow. college and intoxications, but I just, I won't. And it's, you know, it's a 32 belly option on one. 32 belly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. So we got India, France, Scotland, and other France about illegal uh, breathalyzers. Now it's Scotland, not Ireland, right? Yes, Scotland. Okay. Okay, Scotland. Because there's what, cows in Scotland, but not in Ireland? Well, this, had, this had to do with being <laughs> intoxicated. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure, pretty sure the Scotch drink a little bit too, because it's called Scotch. Well, just, I'm just, just asking. <laughs> I thought, you know, 
you know, if there was a drink that was called the David, I'd probably say that that was yours. You probably drink it a little bit. Okay. Yep. So which one do you think is fake, Dave? I think I'm going to have to go with the breathalyzer one. Okay. So David thinks breathalyzer. Heidi, which one do you think is fake? I'm going to say the UFOs. I like that one too. Um, for fun's sake, I am going to go because it's the most complicated is the India one is fake because it's just way too complicated. All right, so David, you're correct. In France, <laughs> it is illegal to carry a breathalyzer in your car is fake. So it's actually illegal not to carry one. Um, law requires anyone in France driving to have a breathalyzer in their car. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So like everybody has the auto lock thing. Wow. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. 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 It's the opposite. Man, uh -huh. they have they have wine and everything over there, so it's like, oh, sacre bleu, I can't drive. Oh, yes. That, <laughs> that's that's the best French I got. I, that's, 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 that's all I got. Those kind of like a pirate. Those yeah. Like French, yeah. French pirates. I'm kind of motivated by those French pirates. Are you? Yes. We we we. We'll be back in a second. <laughs> okay, number two. All right, so set number two. Number one, it is illegal to hike without clothing in Switzerland. Number two. It is illegal to kiss someone in India if you have a beard. Number three, in southwestern France, it is illegal to die without previously purchasing a burial plot. And finally, number four, it is illegal to feed pigeons in Venice, Italy. Okay, that's interesting. So once again, um, kissing with a beard, that also eliminated, you know, that was a you they dated a couple girls in college. You probably had beards. Did they have beards? And, yeah. So <laughs> it would have been really rough for me to get through. They were swimmers. swimmers. You know. they, they would hold it until had, the day before. Yeah, until the day before, then they had to shave it all completely off. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke. That's, a, that's an athletics department joke, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with illegal kissing if you have a beard. David? I'm going to have to say the hiking without the clothes because, yeah. Why would it be illegal? Well, because you said Switzerland, right? Mm -hmm. or Yes. yes, I mean, it's freezing up there. So why would you do that anyways? I don't know. Unless to cut down on like frostbite costs or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, sh I should know about Swiss laws because I actually have dual citizenship really? with U.S. and Switzerland. I do. I do. So, um, but I'm not sure whether I can confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with feed pigeons in Italy. Okay. All right. So, so what you're saying is that you've really... Never been hiking naked in Switzerland? <laughs> well, when I was there, um, <laughs> the authorities. Awesome. Yeah, there's just one time, college, young, and I needed the money, but other than that, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got to the I'm peak kidding. of yes, the mountain. The top, <laughs> of course, of course. All right, which one is it? All right, so it does happen to be illegal to hike without clothing in Switzerland. <laughs> so, but the fake law, so that is illegal. So the fake law, it's illegal to kiss someone in India if you have a beard. So, that's uh -huh. so the catch to that is that you can kiss someone with a beard. However, you cannot kiss someone with a mustache in India. That is illegal. At what point does oh. a mustache become a beard? That was my question. I think it's as soon as it rises above the, the lip. Like in the okay. Air Force, in the Air Force, we couldn't have beards, but you could have mustaches and it had to stop oh. at the side of the lip. Okay, so huh. in the Air Force, you okay. could have the Freddie Mercury. Yes. <laughs> Just want to clarify yes. that. But then if it extended beyond that, it's considered... You, you couldn't have the Raleigh fingers. You couldn't have the Raleigh... The, all the Raleigh fingers goes out yeah, that way. Yeah, because it extended past your lips. What about... His, what his about feet. Have, what about his the Fu Manchu? You couldn't have the, the goatee or anything there. You mm -hmm. could not have a goatee. No. Mm -hmm. Now, special forces is a different thing because they try to blend in and all that. But So you okay. just have that, that... What about stuff. like, I mean, when I was when I was in college, you know, in the late mid, the mid to late 90s, it was cool. Well, at least I thought it was just to have the little... Ear? The, the soul patch? The soul patch. No, you can... No, is that a beard? 
That would be considered a beard, I think. Okay. Yeah, I would think so, too. In the bearded yep. area. That's probably what my problem was. <laughs> yes. That's probably what the That was the only problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And so our last set of laws, number one, in Canada, it is illegal to pay with coins. Number two, in Peru, it is illegal to serve prisoners chili sauce. Number three, it is illegal to marry your first cousin in Utah if you were under the age of 65. And finally, number four, in Australia, it is illegal to fly a kite, but only if it is annoying someone. It's illegal to fly a kite in Australia, but only if it's annoying someone. Ooh, man, these are hard. Mm. I was reading in the paper about the one in Utah. I'm trying to remember the terms of that one because people were kind of being weird about that one because there's apparently some laws in some states where that's okay and some it's not. So, um, But if this law is true, then as long as you are over 65, you can still marry your cousin. That's correct because they said it was oh. a procreation issue. Oh, uh, okay. But not right. the inheritance or... No. Issues. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a procreation issue. You know, I don't know. Whatever happened. Interesting. Not, not wanting, to wanting to make sure your family tree branches out branches and not stay out, straight. Not stay straight. <laughs> not, stay, not stay straight. Okay. So, Heidi, which one do you think is fake? Uh, the Australia. Australia, the legal fly, fly, fly kite. Yeah, I was going to think that. I'm, I'm going to also think, I think the Canadian and coins is fake because, I mean, you have like a loony, right? Isn't that what they're called? Loonies and toonies or something like that in Canada? I don't know. You know, I think the chili one is fake, although I think it's a fabulous <laughs> law if you're a fellow prisoner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No beans, no, no beans chili. That's true. Because <laughs> it's already hard enough to be it's in It's hard prison. enough there, but... You shouldn't give people chili sauce. Don't give two people chili sauce. That just gets a little hard. What yeah. are they going to do on Frida? The chili Frito oh, Day. Chili Frito Day. Yeah, they'll yeah. be in trouble. <laughs> I don't like this one, Dave. That's a, no, but see, this is working out because now it's prison's a deterrent because you can't have your chili. Okay. So it, it's working out. Because <laughs> it wasn't before. It wasn't before. <laughs> yeah. Now it's questionable. Know. I know there's days where I sat there and I think, you know, eating three squares and working out all day and reading books, I don't know this is all that terrible. Maybe for about 30 minutes a day. But, you know, it's not terrible. I'm just kidding. Move okay. On. Which one's fake? <laughs> so in Canada, it is illegal to pay with coins as fake. What? However, um, they do have laws against paying with coins. You can't pay. It's illegal to pay with too many coins. So, huh. for example, you can't. It's illegal to pay five dollars in nickels or ten dollars in dimes. So you can't be go. You can't be like the the jerk that goes there with the whole sack of quarters and be like, "Here's my bill," <laughs> and drop it on the table. <laughs> drop it on the yeah. table. Yeah, that's right. Or the or the the one company that sent one of my clients a a bill for one cent. Oh. So I took a penny and and took a piece of chewing gum and glued it to the invoice. You and, would do and that. mailed it back. Mm -hmm. Of course, it cost me a forty-nine cent stamp. Yes, but, but it was so the, the principle thing. Cost of thing. You fifty cents. Yes, right. Yeah, but it was the principle of the thing. Right. Oh goodness, Dave. Well, you guys are crazy. Yeah. So you know that's our fun segment. How did you enjoy that segment? I did. I did. Okay. Well, again, we are the We Are Money podcast, brought to you by Beasley Mitchell and Company. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, Heidi, thank you so much for bringing us. We'll put your contact information up, and so we're really excited uh, to have you as a resource uh, for our clients and for everybody. Uh, you know, that's just a really, really good deal. So, David, thank you very much again. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Natalie, thank you. Thank you. And it sounds good. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks.